0: Welcome to Making Chips. We believe that manufacturing is challenging, but if you are connected to a community of leaders, you can elevate your skills, solve your problems, and grow your business. I'm your host, Jim Carr, and I'm joined in the Car Machine and Tools studio today by my co-host, Jason J.Z. Zenger. How you doing? Welcome. Uh, I'm doing Welcome great. to Car Machine and Tool, my friend. Yeah, so just
1: from like a quality standpoint in the way that you talk, how come you always put the emphasis on is and not challenging? Because it just is seems like a superfluous word. In, in the I don't even thing. know that I'm doing that. Yeah, you do. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. I'll, I'll no, just, you, Next you know, time we record, I'll think about that. Yeah, but, just enunciate the correct words when you speak, please. Challenging. Okay. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Manufacturing is... Challenging for sure, right? It is. Yes. We know it's been a crazy year. By the way, happy holidays, Merry Christmas yeah, season. Happy things. Christmas. That's what I was trying to say. A week from today is Christmas, right? Yes. Christmas Eve. I know. Yeah. I'm excited. Merry Christmas. Yeah. You and all your kids. Yes. Yeah. Four kids. Yeah.
1: It's gonna be fun. My wife is taking her mom, my daughter, and my mom to tea on Christmas Day at the Drake. Oh, like the Drake? I didn't th- Yeah.
0: The peninsula they has
1: it. D- Oh, maybe it's a Peninsula. I don't know. One of those fun. hotels. That, that's, yeah. that's supposed to be a big thing. So I, they do it like, doesn't seem like, like an something old school English tea thing, crumpets right? or something, yeah. and they play Christmas music and stuff. She's Kinda a little cons- harp. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not it's my supposed gig. to be nice. Girls thing, you know? Yeah. Not my thing. Yeah. But that's okay. Good. And then I'm going to play well, video games with the
0: boys. That sounds fun. Video games are good. So Jason, you know Car Machine and Tool is going to be audited for AS9100 in a few weeks. Yep. Well... Maybe more than that. just a few weeks. And, you know, we're already ISO 9001. We have been for, gosh, I think it's been 14 years. But AS9100 is is just a little bit more. It's I always like to say it's ISO on steroids to make it sound easier to digest.
1: Yeah, you're all about the credentials and the Instagram selfies, Jim.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't know what that says about you. Well, you know, the thing is, if you're not AS9100, you're going to have a hard time getting new... Customers from the aerospace aviation. It's true. I know that's they won't even look at you. I know that's a target of yours. Yeah. So when when we bought ProShop ERP to manage our company, we also integrated their Flying Star package into the QMS because it's got all that content in there. And quite frankly, we used to have all these binders for our ISO ninety one hundred. Data. Yeah, I mean, most shops now that I
1: stop at, I see those binders, not necessarily, you know, They're like gone. the AS9100 binders, but like I see binders everywhere because it's a necessary. Or at least back in the day, it was a necessary requirement of, of getting that certification. And now you you can do it without
0: the binders. You can. We're ditching and the binders. You can clear the cobwebs. Clear the cobwebs. I don't want to see them anymore. And Replace all, the binders and the cobwebs with gigabytes. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all about being paperless, and, and that's the way to go. That's the focus that Car Machine is on as far as our vision is to have a, a nearly, I don't think I can ever go completely paperless. Because I'm pretty old school, but nearly paperless company, so I'm excited. I'm looking forward to. So anyway, Pro Shop is in today because they're going to do a gap assessment and just kind of like hold my hand through this process to just kind of look at everything, make sure that we've uh, crossed our T's and dotted our I's. So, but before we get to that, why don't you tell me and the metalworking nation what's going on at ZB? Yeah. So actually, black.
1: Yeah. So actually, as soon as we are done recording here, I'm actually going to see a dear friend of Making Chips and now a customer of Zenger's in Oklahoma, Mike Payne from Hill Manufacturing. And he actually happens to be a pro shop client as well. And we have a vending machine down there that we, we shipped and we're going down there to set it up and to fill it up and to train their team and to start working on making their jobs more productive
0: through more advanced tooling recommendations. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's really cool. So, Tell him I said, I've never met him, but I... Oh, yes, I have yeah, met, you did. Him. You I met him, him. I met him yes. at ISNOT in yeah. 2018. Yeah, yeah, that... Mike's
1: a great, great guy. And I'm, I'm also planning on recording an interview with Mike, which I'll bring back to you that you and I can discuss at a later time. Because Mike actually has some experience that's different from most manufacturing leaders. So he kind of comes from a different background. And I think what, it'll be helpful.
0: What industry is he well, from? Jim, you got to tune into the episode to find out. That's good. Okay, I will. Absolutely. I think I know. But it's a little early today, so well. Thank you for sharing that. That's cool. Tr- safe travels. When yes. are you coming home? I'm coming
1: home Wednesday night, and my team's coming home Thursday night.
0: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Are they all flying out together?
1: We're flying there together, and then the two of them are flying back by themselves, and I'm flying back a day early. Gotcha, gotcha. We what always
0: talk. We always talk about what's new at Car. We're wrapping up the year. It's been it's been an incredible year. It's been exhausting, quite frankly. I still laugh that Ryan and I laugh sometimes to say. I don't think we could have ever taken on this new work and and managed it without ProShop this year because we've just had some big numbers and it's been a lifesaver. Well, you know it's funny cuz Micah said those exact same <laughs> oh, is words that right? to me before too, yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it manages our whole company and it's just it's been it's been awesome. So I maybe didn't get quite as many gray hairs this year because of Pro Shop, so. well, but I we, definitely added a few for sure. But before sure. we get there,
1: what's going on at the Boring Bar?
0: Yeah, the Boring Bar. It's so cool. So, you know, the Boring Bar is our weekly newsletter that we offer to all of our subscribers, it gives them insight and content that they wouldn't normally get. If they weren't subscribed. Well,
1: so you say that, but like the fact is, is like in the past, the Boring Bar has been where they would get notification of new episodes and also to some of the written articles that we've done and stuff like that. But now, yes. which is actually different, all the stuff that you used to be able to get from the Boring Bar, you could actually get on our website or be, or if you subscribe to our podcast. But what we're doing differently now, to be quite honest, to incentivize people to subscribe to the Boring Bar is each Boring Bar article in the future is going to have an original article that's not going to be available anywhere else except on the newsletter. I knew that. So it's going to be a little bit different. So just a little bit of insight from the Making Ships team that you can only get if you're a Boring Bar subscriber.
0: The other cool thing is when our new facility is done being built out in the burbs of Chicago, we're going to actually have a bar. And then we're going to have it branded The Boring Bar. And for our grand opening, Nick, our partner, and I are going to bartend. Nice. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know I was a professional bartender. And I'm going to sit at the bar and make you guys make drinks i can do it buddy i can do it
1: yeah Yeah. i'm not a bartender so i know i'm not not it was fun that was that i'll take people that was a long time ago i'll be the waiter i'll take orders and give them to you (laughs) guys
0: perfect so i got some great manufacturing news today you know what the word metrology means m-e-t-r-o-l-o-g-y I I don't I, did, know what I, what that acronym. Did you see it? You my, you see it oh, you were notes? just
1: or you were just spelling metrology. I was because
0: I didn't think you knew how to spell it. I probably could figure it out. Yeah, but
1: what we're talking about today is automated metrology.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Which I think is very exciting. I I think that that's definitely. I mean, automation of everything is where manufacturing is is going. I was actually having a conversation with my wife's uncle, who's a plant manager. And his friend is actually works at Tesla, and he was describing some of the automation that they have at Tesla. And he said it's just mind boggling. He's it's oh, just, I'm sure you know the Gigafactory.
0: Um, yeah, Out in Sparks. Nevada. Yeah, the
1: one, the one that makes the batteries. He said it's just it's mind blowing the automation that goes on over there. Yeah, and yeah, I mean metrology automation is definitely the the wave of the future. You have to be able to do that.
0: Well, it's it's automation crazy. of
1: everything. That should be like the theme is automation of everything.
0: Well, it, we have to be. We absolutely have to be. So it's you know crazy. What you can also automate Jim. What's that?
1: You can also automate downloading your making chips episode by subscribing. Yes. How do you do that? Well, you just subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Or, so automation of everything is even automation of making chips.
0: Or you? Can can text CHIPS to To 38470. Yes. Okay.
1: I don't know if you're getting on the automation theme there. You're just on the texting.
0: thing. Well, that's an automated thing, right? Sure, Jim. But anyway, when I saw this article in Quality Magazine, I'm like, man, I remember back decades ago how we used to make first article inspection reports, how we used to have to measure everything. And now it's all vision inspection and CMM inspection. Get out your micrometer. Yeah, exactly. And it is really moving in the opposite direction. And I think that if we are not Automating our metrology, we're going to be left behind yeah. because everybody else is going to be doing things faster and consuming. more efficient. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And you need to make better use of your people's time.
0: 100%. 100%. So check that out. It's in Quality Magazine. It's called Automated Metrology Manufacturing Trend of the Future. I really learned a lot from it and it's awesome.
1: Yeah. So just like you asked me about the definition of metrology. So are you going to ask me the definition of something else? No. And I was going to say, just like the theology is the study of God. Uh, The metrology, that's the ology stuff, is a scientific study of measurement.
0: Absolutely. So it's a
1: study of things,
0: I guess you would say. It is. It is. So let's talk about this, this show. What yeah, we, can I what introduce our guests?
1: I want you to, absolutely. Okay, so we have on the show today Michael Collins. Michael is an implementation specialist at ProShop USA who trains clients in how to effectively use and implement ProShop in their shops. In addition, Michael also provides QMS consulting in the areas of compliance, documentation, auditing, and achieving management system certification such as AS9100. And I'm being told that this is a big deal, but Michael is also an ASQ Certified Quality Auditor. Welcome to the show, Michael. Good
2: morning. Thanks for having me. And we also have- I did not,
0: I did not know about that. That's interesting, that certification you have.
2: Yeah. I mean, ASQ is an industry leader in terms of certification and knowledge. It's the American Society for Quality. So you can get certifications for inspector, black belt, auditor, and You attain the certifications by meeting education and work experience and taking a test, basically. Great. Thanks. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks. I look forward to our conversation. Who
0: else do we have here? Yeah, we also... know this guy.
1: We also have on the show today a well-known voice to making chips, a well-known low baritone voice, (laughs) Mr. Paul Van Meter. Paul is the president of ProShop USA and founder at Adion Systems, which develops ProShop a web-based and paperless ERP, MES, QMS system specifically designed for elite companies in the metalworking industry. And they partner with shops who seek to push the edge. So this is not a system for shops that are just coming in and doing the same old, same old. This system is for shops that are really on the cutting edge. Literally, pun intended.
0: Yes. Welcome, Welcome, Paul. Paul. Thank you, guys. It's great to be here again. Yeah, I like how you redid your bio a little bit for elite shops, because you I like to, I like to elite. Think, I do. Yeah. I do think okay. I'm I I don't think I know we're elite, man. But no, I like th- I like that you p- wrote that into your bio, Paul. So, kudos to you for doing that. So, Paul, we've had you on the show more than a couple of times in the past, and we've never really talked about this. What was the impetus in integrating the QMS content into pro shop. I mean, when you were developing ProShop ERP, what made you think that this is this is going to be a great addendum to the content that these elite machine shops need?
3: We actually didn't originally intend to have this flying start okay, package. Okay. So, when we built ProShop at our shop, we knew we wanted to get ISO and then ultimately AS certified. So, we built all the modules to achieve that goal. Modules for procedures and work instructions and standards and auditing and NCRs and all that stuff. And then, of course, we built our quality system in those modules right, at our shop. And when we sold our shop and went into the software business, we still had all that content sitting there. And some of our first customers started asking us, well, We don't really have a very good quality system, or we don't have one. Do you guys have something that you can help us with? And we realized, yeah, we have an entire company's template basically built into ProShop already. So we took that content that was designed for our own shop, and we called it the Flying Start Package. And we started selling it as an option for companies that wanted help either redesigning their QMS or designing it from scratch if they weren't certified in the first place.
1: And it really just saves them a tremendous amount of time and effort to, to get that. Yeah, as, as any
3: shop knows that's gone through this, it can take literally hundreds and hundreds of hours to develop all the content. And yeah, why bother doing it if you guys already have it, have it finished? Yeah.
0: Well, and it's all templated too. So, I mean, everyone's QMS is different as long as it is aligned with what the certification Yeah, I mean, there's are standards. That's can, why
1: they call them standards, because it's right. templates.
0: So Michael, maybe you can elaborate a little bit on that. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in this industry and what you've learned along the way on your journey with ProShop being in this role.
2: Well, I've been in what I call aerospace and medical device contract manufacturing. I started my ninth year this November. Specifically, I got into quality because I was bored with where I was at and the company I was at. And I approached the quality manager and just said, what is this quality thing about? And he kind of threw me AS9100 and said, well, read this. And if you can figure he, g- he I- gave you like all the binders. No, he like- gave me the standard and it's like, here, go read this. And if it, if it makes sense, then we'll come back and talk. So I read it and
0: wasn't that a boring read?
2: No, it wasn't. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's why I'm in quality. Okay. I get <laughs> it okay. you love that first read. Well, I had a background. So I studied political science in school. So like law, legal, stuff like that always interested me. And AS9100 is just a kind of an embodiment of further regulations, all of that it type, is. type of genre. So it, it reads like that and it made sense to me. And so from there, I just found a position in quality and just kind of managed to work work my way up, I guess, getting more responsibility. And, and I've been consulting with ProShop for almost a year now. It's kind of I do that, and I also do the training and implementation that like you received when you started ProShop. So I kind of have those two responsibilities. Awesome.
1: So when we're done with this interview, Jim is actually going to get started on his audit. It's a gap assessment. Right. What can he expect to go through today in working with you guys on, on this gap assessment?
2: He can expect a full system audit of his system. That's basically what a gap assessment is. So a lot of customers ask me, what do I need to do to get AS9100 certified or even 9001? And right. they come from different places. They might have a system. They might not have a system. They might have a certification. They might not. But the process or phases that a company would go through to get ready for those audits and pass those audits is, is the same. And the first step of that process is just to understand where you're at. And that's what this gap assessment is. It's much like a system audit in the sense that I'll be asking questions, looking for records, talking to people, and evaluating conformity to the requirements raised 9100. Unlike a, a system audit where there's non-fulfillment with of a requirement, which is the definition of a non-conformity, right. would, you would know, take corrective action, yep. why did this happen, root cause, we, we, we won't yeah. do that. We're simply just going to say, no, right. Here, we're, here's a gap, okay, now we know where we're
0: at. And right, then, this is what you need to... W- you need to focus on this particular area. Yeah,
1: like, so that way, when he gets certified, he just flies through it. So when I get audited. Incidents.
2: So the gap assessment oh, yeah, is going to provide you information that tells you where you conform and where you don't conform. Right. And then it's up to you to say, okay, I know where my gaps are. Now, how are we going to plug those gaps? What do we need to do? And that's between that and then your stage two audits. That's the work that any organization need to do to get ready for the stage for the stage one and two audits.
0: Yeah.
1: So what's the difference between the fact that ProShop has this QMS integrated into the ERP system versus someone that doesn't have that? What's he going to go through differently?
2: Well... Because I am much more familiar with Proshop than most registrar auditors or anyone that hasn't used Pro Shop, I know exactly where all the records are, and mm-hmm. I know to go where to look to see.
0: I don't even know uh, quite frankly where, what's that, being so you're gonna have to show me today. In, in, I'm, I'm
2: a little on edge, but that's okay. I know you're not I'm not gonna to get any demerits. I'm just you no, know. this is not a test. I look at it this way. Every organization is at some point in their evolution in terms of their management system. So, you'll get there. The whole idea of quality is continuous improvement, and you'll get there eventually. That's the idea behind continually improving, always doing better. Right. Well, you you, you are where you are. And to get better, you got to first know where you're at. Absolutely. But with ProShop, I can audit so much faster than a paper system or having to go to different computer programs because all of the records are in ProShop and they're. I guess they're traceable but but they're also connected like via hyperlinks. So it's very easy to follow an audit trail from one thing to the next. I don't have to go shopping around. Okay. So otherwise you'd places. be looking through paperwork. Oh yeah. I'd be looking through paperwork. And that that I, sounds I, like it'd be consistent. S- I would s- well, I'd be see let me see your scheduling software, let me see your purchasing software. Any of those other programs or paper that would have records or procedures that I would have to comb through that. And it, since it's all in ProShop, I can just click buttons and scroll through. And that's why auditing is so much faster. Have
1: you guys ever documented the just the time savings on
3: the audit of doing it through ProShop versus you know the traditional manner? We certainly have. I mean, when we did audits at our shop, it was pretty typical that an audit would take about a third of the time that they thought it would take.
0: Wow. Yeah, but they're still going to charge you for the full yes, time they right? are, of course They're they do. still going to charge you for the minimum qu- quantity. Well, yeah, maybe maybe they... you could push the industry
1: to <laughs> have like a, you know, a pro shop audit and then a regular audit since it's so time savings. But I would say even from the shop owner's perspective, that's got to take a lot of anxiety away. I mean, if you go to somebody and say your audit's going to be 33% of the time that it would normally take, that's got to take a weight off of you because time is money, everybody's busy. And also when you're going through that, that audit it, there's a lot of anxiety. I mean, let's be right. honest. It's like if you were having like a audit by the IRS. I mean, you want those IRS guys out of there as quickly as possible. And the same thing with one of these audits, you want it done as quickly as possible. Get your certification and and move on.
3: Yeah, it certainly once once the customer has gone through the gap and they have confidence that they they have all their stuff in line, they know that audit's going to go well. And we have a really great track record with our customers of flawless audits, almost no findings or or zero findings or something very minor, and it goes fast.
0: That was one of my questions, and I'm glad you answered that. But I have another question. So because a lot of these auditors are not familiar with ProShop, what happens when that auditor comes in on the very first day and says, show me your records? And I you have put them sh- in front of a computer. Seriously. So, w- how do I mitigate that, or am I going to have to? Because I remember being audited on my ISO last year, and the auditors sat right here all day long, and I put ten binders in front of him, and he just sat and went through and looked at all of our records that way. So, how are they going to navigate through Pro Shop if they're not familiar with the system?
3: Usually, the QMS representative at the company we'll, is going to we'll have to do do, that. We'll do the tour. Yeah. Okay. They'll, they'll walk them through. Okay. Um, so the auditor will, well, Mike will probably tell you better than I would, but using the standard to go through all the sections and make sure you meet the requirements. And we actually have a standards module where you can sort of guide through hyperlinks just into your content. And that's one of the things that the flying start package has is basically all these links into specific content that we've built that show you very easily how you meet the requirements of the standard.
0: Got it. Have you already heard from your customers where the auditors have come in and say, No, we can't do this? I or, need paper. No, seriously, have you have you heard any feedback from any of your customers where an auditor just put up his nose and said, I'm sorry, I can't I can't audit you this way?
2: Well, no. I mean we have gotten messages from customers after their audit where there might have been findings or, or the audit just wasn't managed Effectively, And then that's where we're able to provide them information to show the auditor, like, here's how you would use ProShop in, in that regard. So I think some of it comes down to just communication during the audit. If an auditor came in and said, you can't do this that way, my first response is, well, show me in the standard where it says you can't do this. Exactly. Because, again, it's our...
0: It's our QMS. It's not anybody else's. And we elect to do it in a paperless system, an environment. It's not up to the auditor to disseminate whether it's right or no, wrong.
2: No, it's not. I mean, the greatest source of variation is amongst auditors in terms of the auditing and process. Right. I've been involved. I've been audited at least 50 times. I've had to explain a system. And I, I've. that's really what's, I think, given me a greater perspective about how to conform to the requirements is I've been exposed to just different points of view and some things that clearly don't meet the requirements, but people wanted them to do that.
1: Jim, I know you got that job on
0: zometry.com. Where'd you get the material from? Well, funny you should ask. I did get that job part of their vendor partner network, and Zometry just started to sell material on their supplies network it's awesome i get the job from them i don't even have to think about the size or the alloy of the material they tell me exactly what size i'm going to need have the price and bam it's done it's in my inbox and i'm out so go to zometry.com and check out their supplies network to buy 6061 aluminum What's going to happen maybe in five years from now when they you know we recently converted from ISO nine thousand one two thousand eight to 2015, so they changed that standard a little bit. How is Pro Shop going to adapt to those changes in the future?:
3: We'll update. To the new requirements of the okay. standard. We've okay. already done it twice. When oh, we, you have? Yeah. When we were first audited at our company, it was 2006. So we were at whatever version, I guess Rev B. Okay. And right? it rolled to Rev C and then it rolled to Rev D and we've always just updated all the content.
0: Okay. So, so that that's something that's going to happen automatically or we have to notify yeah. you well, or, or so, what?
3: So to be clear, as far as you're concerned, okay. we will update our flying start package. So any new customers will get the Rev E. Content.
0: Of course. Right, because we're D now, right? Yep,
3: yep. You're going for D. As far as a customer is concerned, when they get the ProShop Flying Start package, they typically customize some amount of it. I'm not sure how much you have done, but you know, you might have a slightly different way of doing something that than what we had put into our in our template. So we can't really take our Rev E content and just overwrite your system. Oh, you've I understand. Already customized I got it. A
0: yes, bit. I I get it. I get so it. So
3: we will probably publish some kind of little guide on what the new changes are and how we, I mean, there may even be new features we have to build into ProShop, right? If there's a new requirement that requires this or that, we may have to develop some some new software for that. So your system certainly would be updated with that, but the actual content itself, it would be sort of a collaboration and we'd help our customers take that next step into the new rev. Cool.
1: So Paul, what percentage of your customers go for that flying start and want to have that
3: integration in their system? Good question. Geez, I'm not actually sure precisely, but I would have to guess at least 70%. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. 70, 70.
3: And And most of our customers, at least more than half, already are certified to some standard when they sign up with us. Really? But what's, I think, motivating them to get the content once they see it Is that they realize that their current QMS content is designed around their old processes, which are often paper-based and not as efficient as the way we do it. So they realize that they would have to completely, almost completely rewrite their own QMS content to be the way ProShop works, right? So I imagine in your old system, you may have had reference to the fact that when you got a new customer PO, you would print it out. And you would make your paper bind your paper packet, and then that would go around to different people for approval, for rev, or for scheduling, or check, for check it, risk check assessment. Check it, check it,
0: everyone initial it, right? Double just, check. Just check saying all risk. those
3: things sounds awful to me. <laughs> and
0: so but now you have to do that. I yeah, mean, you, do.
1: you do. I know, but all that paper signing and everything. Yeah,
0: I mean, if you don't have the right rev on a print when a customer sends you a purchase order and the rev doesn't match the print, you better make. Damn sure that you get the right rev because if you make the wrong part, you're you're dead in the bucket.
1: I I get it. I mean, and we try to be as paperless as possible too. But like, just the notion of that versus having a paperless system just sounds awful.
3: So they realize that there's far less work for them in starting with our content and customizing a little bit than starting with their own content and completely rewriting it to to work with Pro Shop.
2: Hmm. And adding it into ProShop,
3: too. Yeah, and, and just physically adding it into all the all the modules.
2: Yep. Yeah, I mean, the sheer, there's at least 300 hours worth of work in the Flying Start package. Oh, I believe it for so, sure, without a doubt, no question. And it's not just the content, but everything is configured together between the documents point to each other, and it's the training records are all there as well. So it's kind of like you can still add your own, or you could buy this one that's already configured. Got it. Just so the Metalworking Nation knows, I
1: mean, the reason we have Paul on the show, we like him, he's a friend, he's yeah. also a partner making chips. But I mean, we believe that this is the direction that shops need to go into if they're going to be successful. And we want to see our audience really on cutting edge pe- and, and being successful. And we think that, you know, we believe so much in Pro Shop that we are delivering this kind of salesy message, but for people to really contact Pro Shop and to get on board with a paperless system. But I mean, because we believe in it.
0: No, I'm, I'm glad you said that because that really... Genuinely is true. Not only is Paul and Michael are they're, they're good people, and we believe them, and they're partners of making chips. But genuinely, we were just talking about automating metrology as an automation of your measuring. But this is an automation of your whole company. Right. And if you don't do that anytime soon, you're going to get left behind because all those other machine shops throughout this whole entire country are going to be implementing all of this automation you right. know and you're
1: going to be printing out paper and having people sign on it and, and
0: just it's just like walking through quick stand it's just going to be it's going to take it's arduous it's time consuming it's it's not efficient it, it's awful so no it's good so there's this one module that i just i we absolutely love and we talk about it a lot with my team is the vendor rating system so every, are you going to put me on the spot no well yes First of all, you don't know how easy you have it by running an industrial tooling company. You don't have to go through all these high end certifications and audits, right? I it's mean, dip- you have it's a d- different line of business. It is, yeah. it is. But you have other issues that I'm sure right. I don't know about, or maybe I do, and we just don't talk about it that often. But this is a big deal for us, quite frankly. But what we do is when we get in stuff that we've submitted to a vendor, Every time we get in something from a vendor, we have an automated way to track. And we rate the vendor on every single shipment on five different categories. So we rate you on on-time delivery. We rate you on how the, how the packaging was. We rate you on the communication with the customer. And every single... So all of my shipping and receiving people that are trained in shipping and receiving, they're rating... You or anybody else that we're buying from and receiving that product at car, we're rating you every single time. So we have a consistent rating schedule. It's, so how
1: am I doing and how can I do better?
0: Well, we'll talk about that offline. But no, you're doing well. You're doing fine. I don't know of anything well, glaring. I mean, obviously, if I'm, there was I'm an waiting, issue-
1: I'm waiting for you to start no, sending me regular
0: no, no. like quality assessments. No, I'm not going to do that. I always want Because to it's not a problem. I know. I was well, going to say, let's yeah. just pull up his rating right now. We'll do that in just a minute. <laughs> But that is a great feature that is built in. I know you would
3: talk to me if there was any issues. Of
0: course, I would. Of course, I would.
3: Yeah, vendor performance is certainly one of the the main KPIs, key performance indicators right. that you'd you know, that an auditor would want to see. And there's actually two. Objective ratings, on-time delivery, is not something that you... That's based on the due date of you know, this order, and did yep. it actually arrive on or before that date? Right. And then quality, were there any rejections? Right. But then there are those categories those which subjective. are more subjective. Was the packaging good? Were they friendly and nice about trying to meet our dates? All those kind of things. And that's a that's the subjective part that you were talking about. And we,
0: we utilize that all the time. And it's funny because when we when we have our weekly production meetings, we might say, well... We received this material in from a customer, and man, it was all scratched up or whatever, and we give them a poor ratings. So, Paul, please share that story you told us maybe years ago about one of your customers that was being audited, and the power went out at their company. Tell us that story. I think it's just awesome, and it it really resonated with me, and I'm sure it's going to resonate with the Metalworking Nation.
3: Yeah. So they were actually in the exact same situation as you. They had their ISO certification. They got ProShop and then they went for AS9100. And when the auditor showed up, there was a fairly widespread power outage in, that, in their neighborhood.
2: <laughs> wow. So
3: obviously with a computerized system, they really couldn't do much. Right. So they actually just left their office, or left their shop, went to a hotel that had power, pulled up ProShop there. In, they just rented a hotel room, yeah. pulled up ProShop there and did the audit offline.
0: That's awesome. And
3: they passed with flying colors. I'm sure, I mean, the auditor has to do a little bit of a walkthrough as well, but they did the whole audit from the hotel room, basically. Wow, that's great. Isn't that cool? Yeah, Yeah, that is.
0: I mean, it just just goes to show you that you never know what what you're going to be up against it's just the power of, of having everything on the cloud.
1: Well, I, I'm a big believer in that we have our whole ERP system in the cloud, as do you. And I know recently my, my team brought on me, they're like, you know, what are, what are we going to do if we get hacked, get our server held for ransom? And I'd be like, let them have it. Because we have nothing on our local servers that's important. Everything that we have is all backed up to the cloud. Our ERP systems in the cloud. All of our business functions are in the cloud. And it really doesn't matter. If we ever got hacked on our systems, I would just get rid of that. I wouldn't pay $50,000, which I know there's some companies that have done that sort of thing. I would mm-hmm. just get rid of the server and
0: move on. I have a question. and It may not necessarily be about the QMS, but it's about security with ProShop. Because as CAR is elevating up and we're starting to work with some high-profile customers, I know they're going to come back to us at some point and say, is your ERP system secure? Can you elaborate a little bit on that?
3: Yeah, sure. So we have a few different options for clients that have to meet maybe those ITAR regulations. Exactly. As as you know, we have some ITAR functionality built right into ProShop about user access and things. But we, we recently signed up with, well, we use AWS for our cloud hosting, but we recently signed up with the AWS GovCloud system, which is designed for software and applications that, that need to be controlled like that. And the military itself and the government uses that AWS GovCloud system. So so that is certainly an option. If you, if you wanted to move your system over to that, we can certainly do that. Mm-hmm. We also do have customers that do a fully on-premise install of ProShop. So they do have an on-site server. We load ProShop on it, and then they basically have a little local cloud and so they can be
1: completely what, disconnected. What,
0: Paul, what is a little a little <laughs> local cloud?
3: Well, I guess so, it would be like
1: a cl- more of a closed system. It's in the a area. Seattle yeah. reference. <laughs> 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 Although
2: they're not little, they're like everywhere. <laughs> I, I've never heard of that before. Right, a so, little local cloud. Okay,
3: right. So let's say you did have a server here. Okay, and we installed we do. the Pro Shop application on it on the server. Okay, and then you cut the cable that goes to the internet.
0: ProShop oh, would, Pro
3: would still run but only on computers inside your your network. Got it. And we do have customers. Good that, analogy. We call it behind an air gap. There's no physical electrical connection between their network and the internet. And, yeah. and for
1: some for some people out there, that's more comfortable for them. And yeah, so the you have fine. an option.
3: So. And when we need to update ProShop, we just connect for a brief period of time through a very secure network, update their software, and then disconnect again. Very well, interesting. Well, that's all very
1: interesting. And Michael and Paul, thank you for coming on to Making Chips and really enlightening us on how the future shop should be operating on their, their ERP and their QMS system.
3: Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having us. And there's just one point I wanted to, to sort of leave with that I think is super important. The point of a company's QMS should be to make the company better. And auditing and compliance should almost be an afterthought, right? When, when you design your systems and design not only the actual procedures themselves, but the way that you're going to manage that, and this is one of the importance of having it be all paperless, is that the the barriers to making revisions and, and actually using it to, to improve your company processes are so much easier. And it's, such, it's a lower bar than, I mean, go back to imagine all your binders. If you wanted to make a change to that, you know, you're pulling open a Word document, you're making edits, you're printing it out, you're getting other people to look at it, you're...
0: Signing you're, off on you're it. You're signing
3: off, you're shredding off, shredding the old versions, making sure they're not out there. And then, um, and
0: then pulling it into an obsolete file.
3: Right. So if you can then now, instead of that, just click a button to create a draft rev, edit it right inside ProShop, click another button to approve it or get it reviewed by other people, mm-hmm. and then click it to release it, and then everyone gets notified that a new rev has changed... The important part about that is you can actually now use your QMS as an effective tool for continuous improvement. And that's the whole point of ISO and AS. And I think a lot I'm of companies- I'm glad you said that uh, because
0: of, it really isn't all about this this urgency to get audited and, and why make it scary? The whole objective really is to make your business run better exactly and, and right. with continual improvement. So
2: yeah, I, I, I hear you 100%. And I'm glad you added that in. I was just going to add that what Paul stated is actually a requirement in-, in AS and I believe, I believe it's a nine thousand one two. And the specific language is really to rather than have a QMS to incorporate the QMS requirements into your business processes. is the specific language. So, in other words, don't bolt on a QMS. Just do what you're going to do. Map out what your business processes are, and then along those points in the process, incorporate the QMS requirements. So, exactly. At some point, you, Jim, have to. Review an RFQ and create an estimate and submit a quote. Most okay. contract manufacturers, all of them have to do that. Unless they just skip over and just go you know, straight to, yeah, we can do it. Give us your purchase order. Right, right, right. But along those lines, there are certain requirements for 9001, for 9100, for all these other standards. So rather than have bolting on a QMS, just incorporate whatever you need to do from a quality perspective into what you currently do. Great. Well, great. this
1: has definitely been enlightening, and once again, thank you guys for for coming on the show. And I need to go, Jim. I need to get grab, I jump on a flight to Oklahoma. So we're gonna have to, you know. But cut I this I commend you short. that you were early today. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I was, was up at four
1: thirty in the morning.
0: I was happy to see that you were early. But yeah, it's it's been great. Thank you again, guys. It's been it's been a pleasure. What do you think is is Zangers going to go for AS ninety one hundred? Would be that something. help you?
1: You know, there's some we've had some of our clients out there that have asked about you know those ki- types of certifications, but it's really not common, and it's something that I've thought about and, and something that I may explore. But in you're the future. all about
0: process and improving your business, right? So, so it's
1: just a matter of getting certified. So we need to think about it. Yeah, and I'm, sure. I'm
0: not, I don't think it would be necessary, but knowing you and knowing how you run your business with really process oriented, I think that would really maybe help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jim, because at not, the end of the day If you're not making chips paperlessly You're not making paper money Bam! Bam.
1: Your manufacturing challenges have a solution, and many of them are at makingchips.com. Jim always screws up all the episodes from the very beginning. I like to go off the cuff. Off I, don't, I don't like all you these know, questions. I, just, I know. Well, you're the one that, did, I that, like, that came up with them.
3: I know. That's true. All right. So go.